homemakers. I love being in the studio. It's a great place to think about all of you, to remember you and pray for you. Ah, women. I love women. I love the fact that the Lord has given me opportunity to do what I've done for the last 35 or 40 years, and that's encourage particularly young women. So welcome to Modern Homemakers. Invite a friend to join us. We are finishing up this year, which we've been talking about listening for learning and love. And as we wind down the end of this semester, I'm gathering together some pieces that I hope will be helpful to you for summer. We're going to talk about organization. We're going to talk about ah, the dread of all dreads, technology. Then I'm going to talk to you about stop, rest, period. And lastly, the summer challenge. We've been providing a summer challenge for 35 years. Every year, a summer challenge with information and skills and uh, questions that will help you get through the summer uh, with or without modern homemakers, but certainly with a challenge before you. So organization. My first book, which is now, I don't know how many years ago I wrote that book, uh, was on organization. And it was a surprise to me. I never meant to write a book. I know I'm not supposed to say that because there's so many people in the world who really want to write a book. I never really wanted to write a book. I wrote nine of them, but I never really wanted to write any of them. But what I really did want to do was communicate subjects that were very important to me. And organization changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. And one of my heroes in the faith said this simple sentence to me. Now, she was quite profound and quite massive in her conversation and instruction. And she called me by name, a nickname she had given to me, Dotto, she said. If you don't find order, you're going to miss what God has planned for you. <laughs> I can still remember thinking, hello, that's pretty strong and pretty severe. And it almost made me laugh like, do you know what God has planned for me? Could you just tell me? And then I could decide whether I wanted to do it or not. But I took it. I never had a conversation with her about it. And I took that book to her study uh, upon its publication, I, I went across country and took it to her study. And years later, I would go into her study where she had a small little bookcase of what she called her favorite books. And that first book was always there. And it was on organization. It was on organization. So how did this all happen? Well, I was unorganized. I used to tell the story that I hid my dirty dishes in the clothes dryer. That's a long story, but let me summarize it by saying it's true because the clothes dryer was a safe place. The oven wasn't, the sink wasn't, under the sink wasn't. I had tried a lot of places, but the clothes dryer was safe. You didn't put the clothes in until you opened the door. When you opened the door, you found the dishes, you took the dishes out, very safe. I began to discover how many places I was unorganized in. My closets, my kitchen, 
my wardrobe, my finances. And I began to see that I fell into one of two categories, and I still believe this is true, that women, women who manage homes, and men and women, but mostly women, fall into two categories. They either hate clutter and don't mind a little dirt, or they hate dirt and don't mind a little clutter. Well, I fell into the first category. I could stand the dirt. I mean, not not serious dirt, not mud dirt, but dirt, dirt, dust on the furniture, dirt, dirt. Dirty windows, I could manage that. But clutter drove me crazy. So I was, what was I doing with my clutter? I was hiding it. I was stuffing it in this closet and this drawer. And then guess what? When I needed to find it, I would go from place to place wondering where I stuffed it. So the first book I wrote is still available called Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time, and you'll find it on your web, on our website. We're glad to send you a copy of this book. It has 14 chapters, and all of these chapters dig into why we do what we do and how we organize it. And today I want to talk to you about winning the great paper chase. Paper was my last stronghold. My last. I had organized the closets. I had organized the kitchen. I had organized pretty much everything that I had jurisdiction over. I had a planner and an organizer of which I still carry a paper planner. And how many of you are nodding right now and saying, paper planners are back? Yes, well, they're back, but they've always been here for me. I actually created an organizer planner with that first book. And in this book, Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time, you'll find various forms that you can make copies of and add them to your own paper planner. I still carry a paper planner, and I still have many of the original forms, like day pages and a monthly calendar and uh, address pages. I have these forms are all available in the Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time. And also think they're available on the website, which makes them easier to download. So I chose as we begin our summertime away from one another to talk about the paper chase. We were told decades ago that we were moving into a paperless society because computers were taking over. Are you laughing out loud right now? I am. I don't think I have less paper. I think I have more paper than I ever had before. And I decided that when I began to look at my paper piles, the most important thing I could do was to recognize where there were categories of paper that I could lump together some of these papers and still be able to find them. I always go to the Bible to look at things, uh, to find out if there's any context in what I'm actually practically trying to do, and that the scripture gives me some indication about. And there are a number of places in the scripture, especially in the Old Testament, that talk about writing this down, writing this in a book as a memorial, creating memories of the past and finding them in a place where you can locate them. Another hero of my faith said, don't carry a Bible unless you've swept under the bed. And I recognize that I 
didn't sweep under the bed because I was storing things under the bed. So I had to pull all this out and began to look at it and sift through it and create what I came up with, which is a way to manage paper. Now, at last count, there were 55 billion, billion in the B terms, pieces of mail mailed annually. Do you ever go to your mailbox and there are 17 flyers and coupon books and newspaper ads for the grocery list and and it's paper, but it comes in the mail. Uh, So there was the mail to take care of. There were things that were on my desk that were daily and weekly, and that became a part of the planner, which I began to record in proper places instead of notes here and notes there, and then I couldn't find them when I needed them. And then came maintenance. There was maintenance that happened in all the places that I lived. There was maintenance of my clothes and maintenance of my kitchen and my dishes and my pots and pans and my refrigerator. And I was buying a washer and dryer and it needed to be maintained. And then there was the maintenance of what I call the family mailing list, Rolodex. Remember the Rolodex? Three by five card system. They all went to the computers and now there's still an urgent demand for having hard copies of these. So I went through all of the paperwork that I personally had to deal with and I devised some tools that helped me organize all of my paper. And part of that came in a set of file folders. Now, I do not have time to teach this entire one hour and 30 minute class, but I wanted to give you these titles of literal file folders that I have standing on my desk in a um, holder, uh, I can't say the word, divider. It's a metal rack that holds file folders and they stand up so I can see them. So these are a small list of things you need to handle the paper. And most of the paper that we get comes from two areas. It comes from the mail, or it comes through the agencies or associations that we are part of, our church, our schools, um, our associations. And every one of them have their own set of things they mail or send or give. So the first thing I did was created a filing cabinet. I used a perfect box for that which you can buy at any stationery store. It has a lid on it, and it'll hold a file folder. You need a letter opener to open in the mail and be able to handle all this fast and quick. I recommend you have a red pen. So when you're opening the mail, and don't open the mail with the things you love first. Open it. If you're going to open it, open it. If not, toss it. So I stand near the trash can when I open the mail and I open the things I want to open and toss the rest of it. And then I have these colored file folders which are all labeled with important things to our family. Now our family has changed. It went from the two of us to the three of us to my husband's niece 
and nephews. There were six of us. And then my sister-in-law, there were seven of us. And then my brother lived with us for a time. And we were back down to four of us. And it's migrated. Now there are two of us. But two of us who have individual sets of things that we engage in and things that we engage in together. So I have a set of file folders, things I need to talk to David about, things I need to talk about uh, in the future. I have a form letter. If I have something that I'm getting regular mail from, I use their return envelope. I drop my form letter into it and say, please stop sending me this mail. You know that it's against the law to send mail or emails if you've asked them to take you off their list. Make sure the trash can is free to be full and stuffed. Make sure you have a pen or a pencil around when you open your mail with your letter opener. Have one file that's a hot file. Maybe it's a red file. Maybe it's a red file, and that red file is something you're going to take care of immediately. There's a lot to be said about paper, 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 and paper pressure. But for today, today, I want to encourage you that you need to face those piles mostly by sorting and categorizing, creating piles into files that you can take with you. My last recommendation for a file is a file I love. It's called Reading. It has the label on it that says Reading. And you know, I don't know about you, but I go places where I have to wait. I get my hair cut. I see a doctor or a dentist or I go to one of my grandchildren's games. I have to wait. And I love to grab that file that says Reading. And I've dropped things in there that I seriously do want to read, but I can't read on a daily basis or when I receive it. And I grab that file folder under my arm and I take it with me and I can sort through the reading items, read them and discard them and put the file folder back in its place to fill up with more things about reading. Remember the book, it's called Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time. We talk in there about a storage system which will be very helpful to you in your paper, paper, paper disorder. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day by winning the paper chase. I'm done.